0: You're listening to a core education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. Kia ora! Core Rochelle My name's Rochelle and I'm from Core Education and I'm one of the learning design team at Core Education. I'm here today with Sarah Whiting, who is one of the facilitators for core education. Ki ora Sarah. Kia ora, Rochelle, core Sarah Whiting Tokuengwa. I am part of the Hawaka Unua, the coaching and mentoring product and service. So it's a pleasure to be here. You were mentioning to me that clients of yours have had to have courageous conversations with people. What is a courageous conversation and how did they go about it and how did it go for them? Great question. Courageous conversations are something that come up in our coaching and mentoring quite a lot. It's around those conversations that either make the back of your, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up or your heartbeat a little bit faster, or those things that you could think you're going to second guess. So they're really attached to feelings, um, emotions, um, more than anything else. So when we talk about courageous conversations, what we talk about is actually trying to detangle the emotion from the reality. So something that seems to be coming up for my clients at the moment is the concept of giving feedback, particularly if that feedback potentially is not positive around classroom practice or around ways of being or communicating and so the example I'm thinking of at the moment has been around delivering some some ideas around um, observations what they've seen and the idea is that actually it's supposed to be something that they can build on so a growth Knowing personalities, though, that sometimes can be the challenge is actually I don't want to offend anybody. I want this to uh, retain our relationship beyond this, and I want us to be able to move past this and see it as part of professionalism as opposed to personal. So when I talk to people, we try and really focus on that. So what is the professional side of it and what is the personal? What is it that you are most concerned about and what, what's the worst that could happen if you have this conversation? So my first piece of advice is actually leaning into that conversation, being being vulnerable. And actually the kindest thing to do is to be honest. So we talk a lot about how if you're not honest with somebody, then actually you're doing them a disservice. You're not actually giving them the information that they need to either react to or to make a change. So by Giving the facts, we're sticking to that honesty. So a lot of the things we talk about is framing it up in terms of what is it that you saw or what is it that you heard? And what were you wondering about that? So it could be that you've got an agreement between yourselves. A lot of teams have uh, mates agreements or treaties between themselves. So we'll say things like, well, I noticed on Friday that we we always have a meeting. I noticed last Friday you didn't come to this meeting. And that's, that's not what we agreed on. Maybe you could tell me a bit more about what was happening at that time. So when we think about observations, for example, it's around, well, actually, what is it they wanted you to look at? What was it that they were asking for feedback on? And how do we frame out what we saw? So a lot of that is starting with that conversation of, well, what was it that you found really? What surprised you about the the, the observation? What excited you? What were you really proud about? What did you find most challenging and Why? And then it's using a process of saying, "This is what I saw x y Z. Tell me more about that what does that what does that look like for you and it's bringing them back to that well, what can we do together to move forward so it's always bringing it back to actually this is what we've this is the reality. what can we do about it now and I think my my top one of my top tips is always to make sure that you've got you've finished that conversation with sort of some uh resolution so actually having an opportunity at the end of that conversation to say how are we feeling about it is there anything else that you could add so that nobody walks away feeling that that they haven't been heard and so yeah it's really around about say being true to who you are being honest with what you see or hear I'm talking about how it might be different to an agreement or it might not be in line with the ways of working and then rounding back to saying, okay, so what, you know, is there anything that we haven't said here? Is there anything we need to do? And probably my final thing really is around actually if they're not ready to have that conversation is finding a time to. So timing can be everything. So as actually... You know, if you're going to have this conversation before they go into the classroom the ne- that day or off to do their big piece of mehi, it's not mes- necessarily going to be the right time. And for some people, they like to know there and then. For some people, they like time to process. So knowing the people that you're working with and giving them and yourself opportunity to round back. So if things don't go as smoothly as we'd all like, it's like it's been able to say, can we put a pin in it for today and come back to it, say, tomorrow. And that's okay. You've been listening to a core education podcast pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. De Narako.